0: Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. I know that morning routines, morning practices, those are a hot topic for mamas. And part of figuring that out is creating those morning rhythms with your kids And that can be kind of difficult. It can be kind of hard to do. It can be kind of strange, especially if you've never done it before. So I hope that this episode today is helpful just to help you get started with creating these rhythms with your own kids so that maybe you can have a little bit more time in the mornings to yourself to do whatever it is that you want to do. So I'm glad that you're here today. If you're having some alone time, cozy up, grab some tea, grab some coffee. If not, put in your headphones, keep doing what you're doing. We are going to dive right in hey mama welcome to her pursuit where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating and while creating routines and managing your time is hard it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're gonna find her together through her pursuit. Okay. So if you're new around here, I'm super passionate about morning routines. I'm not a morning person. I don't love morning times, but my morning time, like I don't love morning morning time. Like when I first wake up, what I'm trying to say is I'm not happy-go-lucky. I don't just jump out of the bed, dance and sing in like high vibes. No, no, that's not me. Don't talk to me first thing in the morning. Like I got to have some time to wake up. I'm that kind of person. Okay. I'm not a morning person, but I love my morning time. I love the silence. I just love the stillness. I love the possibility of, it's endless. I can do whatever I want to do. If I want to work out, if I want to get on the Peloton, if I want to read my book, if I want to read my Bible, if I want to do some work, if I want to journal, if I want to lay in the floor and do some stretches, like if I just want to sit in my bed, whatever it is. I'm not a coffee drinker, but for those of you who drink coffee, if you want to drink your coffee while it's hot and peace and quiet, that's what I love about mornings, okay? Part of that though is for me at least, and now let me just preface by saying because I don't want anybody up in my DMs telling me anything. This is you. Can- You can tell me something, but just don't come at me about how I do things with my morning rhythms, okay? Because this is what works for my family. This is what works for us. And this is how we do things, okay? I'm not telling you this is how you should do it. I'm not telling you this is how you have to do it. I'm just telling you this is what we do. This is what works for us. And so I want to share that with you in case you want to take bits and pieces to try in your own life to see how it may work for you and your family. So part of that for me, part of establishing a morning routine is that I have these three little babes and they're precious little gifts from above and they're seven, four, and two. And for some reason, my seven-year-old and my four-year-old, they, they share a room, but they always want to wake up like right as the sun is starting to shine. And typically throughout the year, that's anywhere from like 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. And as you know, that is very early and even before that, like they would wake up earlier than 6am sometimes, 545. And I would have to be like, no, 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 no. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. It really didn't work whenever I was still in the bed, like when I wasn't even up yet. And so honestly, the, the morning rhythms with the girls, it started whenever I was still like trying to just sleep. Like I just needed to still get that extra 30, 45 minutes of sleep. And so this is, this has been a gradual process that we have established throughout the years. So this is not something that just like overnight happened. It's not something that they do perfectly, that we do perfectly, or that is like every single day I'm like a drill sergeant with these things that I'm about to tell you. So I just want to preface that and say there is wiggle room for like being flexible and, you know, weekends and all those things. So what I did was when my firstborn was probably about three or four years old. She is highly intelligent, very, very smart, could carry on a conversation by the time she was like two years old and she talked like she was a teenager. We would just have conversations back and forth. And so keep in mind, like whenever is age appropriate for your child and when he or she can understand what you're saying and understand these concepts, okay? For her, that was around age three, maybe four, we started to tell her, you know, when she would get up, it really was as simple as a conversation and redirecting. So if she would get up at 545 and she would be wanting to eat breakfast, she'd be wanting to watch TV. She would be wanted. she wanted to start the day. And I, I want to say this, and I, I'm saying this from a place of, I don't know, I'm just going to say it. I'm not trying to sound like a dictator here but i think that we forget that we are the mom we are the parent and i think it just comes from like some of us as kids maybe we felt like we were too harshly um directed around and like bossed around and ruled around maybe we felt like that our parents were very much like rules 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 and very harshly enforced those things i don't really know but it seems like our generation because of these things like Gentle parenting and and all of those things. And this is not a knock on gentle parenting. I'm not saying that I don't even. I'm not saying that I don't use some of those strategies. I'm just saying that that some people have swung to the other end of the pendulum. And do I say that right? Pendulum, yeah. And basically, it seems like some people's kids rule the roost. Like some people's kids are getting to decide when they do this and when they do that. And that's just not how we have chosen to do things. We they don't get to decide when the day starts. Um, we decide when the day is going to start and what time we're going to get up and what time they can get up. And so I hope that you're hearing me say this with a lot of love and grace, like both for me as I'm saying it and as the way that I approach it with my girls. And so the way that we practically live this out is, like I said, we had a conversation and we it basically went something along the lines of, look, baby, you're getting up really early and you know, in some cases the sun's not even up yet. So I would tell her, you know, it's still dark outside and it's not quite time to wake up yet. And so when you wake up in the mornings, if you need mommy, if you need daddy, you can come into our room and get us because, you know, you have potty training and you have different things that, you know, for her, she had already mastered that and she was good. She was very; She's always been very independent. With the first, it really was that conversation of, When you wake up, these are your choices and she would have, you know, toys in her room or books in her bed, books in her room, anything like that. Something that she could do on her own, something that wasn't going to hurt her, something that, you know, wasn't dangerous, you know, use, we are using common sense. It's something that was age appropriate to keep her entertained for another 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. I mean, depending on what time she would wake up because, What I kind of set was, now this is not on a school day, at 7 a.m. is when I typically go in and say, okay, everybody can get up. And that's just because that gives me the margin that I need to wrap up what I've already done. Now, on a typical morning, when I'm in the rhythm of getting up and, and reading my Bible and doing things that I do in the morning, I'm typically up at 5.30 So that's giving me plenty of time to do all the things that I need to do and wrap up. And sometimes I'll even get breakfast started before I have them come out. And it really is just something that we started establishing with the oldest. I know other moms that have used like an okay to wake clock. And honestly, I need to get them a clock because the oldest, she's almost eight, and she can tell time. And even if they can't, you can get them a digital clock. But the okay-to-wait clocks are ones that you can preset. And basically, it has a green light whenever, you know, they're allowed to get up. And it's used for sleep training. And, you know, a lot of people feel a, d- a lot of different ways about that. So like I said, use what works for you. Don't use what doesn't work. Um, obviously, if there have been times where she needed me, there are times when they come out. There are times when it's okay that they come out. It's a, like I'm done with what I was gonna with what I was doing, and they come out, and it's fine. Um, this summer has been very much more relaxed. What we've done is we've blacked out their windows because otherwise they would be up with the sun. I'm telling you, it does not matter. The, this, the, I have these kinds of kids, and if you know, you know. It does not matter what time I put them to bed. It does not matter if they go to bed later. They are going to wake up early every single morning when the sun rises, and so. This summer, even with us blacking out their curtains, when they wake up and when they get up, well, it's typically later because they're not being woken up by the sunshine. But when they get up and they come out, it's time for them to get up and it's fine. But during those times, whenever either one or both of them was coming out of their room at 6 a.m. or whatever it was, I would just say, you know, you have to go back to your room. You can pick a book. You can do this. You can do that. And it basically keeps them occupied. So the expectation is just that mommy and daddy are going to come get you up when it's time to get up. And, you know, this this works for different people in different ways because not everybody's kids are getting up at the butt crack of dawn like mine do. We were blessed with those kind of girls. Like they are just up and at them, ready to go. So that is a rhythm that we have had to create and cultivate. And it's just it's just as simple as a conversation. It's just as simple as explaining expectations, what they are allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do, what they can do during that time, what they can't do in, during that time. But I mean, my girls are pretty much, they aren't, the behaviorally, they are very well-behaved and I don't have to worry about them, you know, being in the toilet and flooding the toilet and whatever, like getting into mischief type things. They really, they're really not like that. So that is a blessing. But Maybe if that type of rhythm doesn't work for you and you are wanting space in your morning time, maybe you don't use that idea altogether. Maybe your kids do get up whenever they want to and they come out of their rooms whenever they want to. But that doesn't mean that you can't establish a rhythm or a routine for him or for her to do once they come out of their room. So maybe they have some books that they look through. Maybe they have a choice of a few toys. Maybe they turn on a TV show. Maybe they watch cartoons. Maybe they do that while you do this thing. And remember, this has to be age-appropriate. This is not going to work for every single age. They have to be able to understand, and you have to be able to communicate the expectations. But when it's understood that This is what you can do during this time, and this is what mommy's going to do during this time. It doesn't mean that you are ignoring them for, you know, said time, or that they can't come ask you a question, or that they can't come get you if they need you, or maybe it doesn't even mean that you're in a different room than them. You could be sitting right beside them. It just establishes a, a rhythm that this is the expectation for this time of the day, and honestly, you could do this for any time of the day. Establishing rhythms are just expectations of what your kids are or are not allowed to do for a certain time and what you're going to be doing or not doing for a certain time of the day. And like I said, make it like t- take it and, and mix it up, mash it up, rearrange it and make it work for your life and for what you need. For the sake of this episode, we're just talking about morning rhythms. Morning rhythms with your kids that help give you a little bit more space in your life. And like I said, on the weekends, they get up, they come in our room. It's fine. Nothing's said about it. And I guess you could kind of get into there with like the consistency and how that could be confusing. I could see that. But for the most part, they do really well. It's not an issue. They don't feel like, you know, they're being forced to stay in their bedroom and they're not allowed to come out and see the sunlight and they're so bored and there's nothing to do. Honestly, sometimes they have screen time. And I'm sure some people would have something to say about that first thing in the morning. But that helps give me a little bit more space when, and that's only when, they may be waking up super early. So a lot of the times they'll ask if they can do that and it's not always a yes, but sometimes it is. And I'll be the first one to say that you know, them playing a game, one has an Amazon Fire, I think it is. And so it has like pre-programmed games that are appropriate, like different things. I know what she's on. And then the other one has a Switch where she's playing Mario Kart or whatever game it is that she's playing. And yes, I know that you can get on YouTube and all those things. She has her rules and her boundaries for that. I monitor that. We're all good there. So take this idea of creating a morning rhythm with your child, Again, if you have a newborn, if you have a baby, the only thing I can say to you is just keep doing what you're doing. Take it day by day. You are going to get through this season. There will come a day where that little baby can listen and understand, and you'll be able to communicate okay, this is the rule. This is the rule for this, or this is the rule for that, or this is what we're going to do in the mornings, or this is what, you know, you have to establish that. And you have to feel good about it. You have to feel right about it. So, don't do what doesn't feel right for you. Don't do not do what doesn't work for your family, what doesn't make sense for the ages of your kids or the house that you live in, the, the arrangements, the setup of the rooms, whatever it is. Take all of those things into consideration and decide, okay, what is one morning rhythm that I can establish that is going to help give me a little more time and space, just a little more margin in the mornings so that I can read Pray, meditate, stretch, move my body, sip my coffee, journal, write, whatever it is that you want to do, just sit there. (laughs) But what rhythm can you establish to help accomplish that? And I just going back to the beginning. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with us setting rules, with us setting boundaries, with us setting expectations and establishing these rhythms in our homes. Some of them are seasonal. Some of them won't make sense year round. Um, Some of them aren't going to make sense as they get older. And so maybe what works now might not work later. Or, you know, you might have to shift things around. You might try something and find, okay, wait, that doesn't really work for her. We're going to have to change this around a little bit. We're going to have to modify it. But take the time to figure out what is it that I can establish that ultimately it benefits my kids because I am a happier more peaceful, more grounded mom when I have that time in the morning before they get up. And so maybe yours like mine are really early risers and you have to be creative with how you're going to do that and how you're going to get that time in and how much time that's going to take you and what you can do with them while you're trying to do that thing. But humans, not even just kids, I was going to say kids, but humans in general, we thrive on structure. We thrive when we know the boundaries. When we have the lines, we know, we we thrive there. We love that. We we need to know, we have to know, okay, this is the rule for this, this is the expectation for this, this is the line, I cannot go outside of this. And and obviously you can go to the extreme there. That's not what I'm saying. But I think that we've it seems as if as a society as a whole we kind of have like now we like look at moms who say things like what i'm saying now and we're like oh my gosh she is a dictator she is like so mean to those kids they are so deprived they are missing out she is so harsh that is you know all these rules all these expectations all of these things and i just i don't know maybe i just kind of want to be in the happy middle somewhere where it's like i'm trying to give them some some ground rules i'm trying to give them some expectations And I also am trying to parent them in the most loving, graceful, gentle way that I can. Because, you know, in the real world, we don't really get to decide always how things go. There are rules that sometimes we have to follow. There are expectations that we have to live with. So I'm all for healthy rules that equal healthy, happy children that are thriving and doing really well. And like I said, if you try something and it doesn't work, change it up. You don't have to do what someone else is doing, something else you see on Instagram, something that a book tells you to do, something that an expert tells you to do. You don't have to do that. But it's okay to set some rhythms, to set some routines and expectations for your kids. It's okay. It's okay to do that. You're not a mean mom just because you are giving rules or because you set an expectation. And then you're not a mean mom when you enforce it. So I'm not a parenting expert. That is not what this show is about. I'm just trying to kind of share with you some things that I've tried over the years, what works, what doesn't work. And what I found that really works, that works well for us is this morning rhythm of, okay, this is when it's okay to wake up. Okay, this is when it's okay to come out of your room because... If we're waking up at 5 45, that does not work for the house. That It doesn't work. You know, at the time I had a baby. I had, when my oldest was starting to do this, I had my second daughter and she was young. And it just, it wasn't working. So we had to figure out, okay, what is going to work for us right now in this season? And it's just kind of stuck. And it's something that has really, really helped our family dynamic. Like it just helps the morning to start off on a better foot. The day goes more smooth because the morning has started smoother, and it just really works for us. So, if you have questions about this, send me a DM on Instagram, the podcast account at Her Pursuit Podcast. I'll answer. I answer all of those. The podcast account, so at Her Pursuit Podcast. If you have questions, if you have feedback. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you've tried any of these things. I would love to talk with you and see if we can maybe help you figure out your own morning rhythm with your kids based on your situation and their ages and the setup and what you're wanting out of your morning. I would love to talk to you about that. So send me a DM, let's chat about it. And I will see you back here on Tuesday. Make sure you come back and join us. You're really not gonna wanna miss this conversation. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me and I'll see you next time, mama.